But today I'm speaking from one of my books again we call Accessing the Anointing. Accessing the Anointing. But if you want to soak what I'm about to preach in, then even if you have a copy of the book, I will not advise you to be reading or looking at it because um, what I have to say is more important than what is written at this point until maybe you can get home later and then you read it and um, begin to enjoy what is there. Now, what we have in the system is this, that we are in the last days. And I want you to turn to somebody and tell the person, we are in the last days. Tell somebody, we are in the last days. And I know that concerning the last days, some people have majored in the negative by saying that the Bible said in the last days false prophets shall come false teachers shall come perilous times shall come the love of many shall wax cold people shall depart from the faith no natural affection and so on and so forth now these are signs of the last days but sometimes don't you get tired of the negative and if you are like me and sometimes you get tired of the negative. And truly, I'm personally tired of the negative. So, for example, on my mobile phone, whether it is WhatsApp or Facebook, I don't forward any negative news. If you send me news that somebody died, I don't forward it. Because I'm a preacher of good news and not a distributor of bad news. I don't, I don't forward messages that have to do with somebody died. I forward things about somebody who is living, somebody who is anointed, somebody who is blessed. Because already there is too much bad news. So when it comes to the last days, I want to remember Joel saying it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams and it shall come to pass after all these that your handmaids and your servants will also have the spirit being poured upon them I want to remember this one and I want to remember Zechariah in Zechariah 10.1 when it says that ask ye of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain and so shall the Lord make bright clouds and give unto them rain to everyone grass of the field. But then if these are the last days and God has poured out his spirit so much if these are the last days and you can see the evidence of the anointing everywhere. If these are the last days and God has given unto us the apostles and the prophets and the pastors and the teachers and the evangelists. If these are the last days and the anointing oil is everywhere. Mantles are everywhere. 
Preachers are breathing on people everywhere. Olive trees are along our coast everywhere. Bang! We are not being anointed with oil. If these are the last days and God truly has poured out his spirit upon all flesh. Now, is there no bomb in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is the health of my daughters not recovered? If there is, this is the last days. These are the last days. And the spirit of God is so much upon us. If these are the last days. And the power of God is so much on us. If these are the last days. And God is moving all over the place. Why are we not blessed? To find the answer. I came across a very interesting scripture. In John chapter 4. And I want to use that. To tell you. That the availability of the anointing is not the problem. It is the expertise to draw on the anointing that is our problem. The anointing is there. The Holy Ghost is there. The power of God is there. God has chosen men and God has filled the man with, with, with his spirit. But we don't have what it takes to draw the anointing out of them. And today, when I finish showing you how to benefit from the latter rain, how to benefit from the outpouring, you will get out of here with a miracle. You will get out of here with a healing. You will get out of here with salvation. You will get out of here with a breakthrough because you are about to receive instruction that will benefit your life. If you were the one I just encouraged, come on, shout like your voice is yours and press. John chapter 4 and the verse number 5 John 4 the verse number 5 the Bible said that Jesus must needs go through Samaria and when he cometh to a city of Samaria which is called Sychar near to the parcel of the ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now you stop here. The name Sychar. The name Jacob. The name Joseph. These are powerful patriarchal names. These names talk about power, encouragement, God's willingness to bless his people. Because Joseph is a blessed man who carried the tenfold blessing. Jacob. And Jacob blessed Joseph. And Joseph was a blessed man. The one who carried the coat of many colors. Now go down to the verse number 6 and see something. The verse number 6 says. And Jacob's well was there. Everybody say Jacob's well was there. Come on shout it again. Jacob's well was there. So... There was no absence of a well. There was no absence of water. The, the, the water was there. The well was there. So you can call it a well of water. A well of oil. A well of the anointing. A well of prosperity. A well of salvation. The Bible talked about drinking water from the wells of salvation. You can call it a well of breakthrough and whatever you want. Jesus therefore being wearied with his journey sat thus on the well. 
And it was about the sixth hour. Stay. Jesus is tired. Weary. Like many people today could be tired. Many people today could be weary. Many people today are getting fed up. Some want to commit suicide. Others want to die. Some want to run away. Some are wishing life will end. Something. There is a well. But instead of Jesus drinking from the well, Jesus is sitting on the well. And Jesus, if he wanted this water to drink, there is a way Jesus could have commanded the water to just come up. After all, this is the one that rebuked the sea and it was quiet. He spoke and the tree died. He spoke at the tomb of Lazarus. Lazarus came forth and a man that was dead for four days came out alive. So Jesus could have commanded the water to come out and the water will come out. But he sat on the well. Why did Jesus sit on the well? The Bible said all these things are written for our examples. And anytime you see Jesus in the Bible, he's trying to typify, symbolize the body of Christ. So Jesus is only saying the hour cometh when my people there will be a well of Jacob, a well of healing, a well of blessing, a well of favor. Watch this. But instead of my people drinking from the well, they will sit on the well. And there are many believers today who are not drinking from the well. They are sitting on the well. They are sitting on apostles. And they are sitting on prophets. And they are sitting on pastors. And they are sitting on preachers and evangelists. We go to the church and instead of being blessed, we are used to sitting. But today you are not going to sit ah, you are going to be like the ones Jesus said he that believeth in me out of his belly shall flow rivers of water I'm here today not talking about somebody who sit not somebody who be a spectator not somebody who be an observer but I see you drink from the well come unto me all you that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest Jesus sat on the way. Jesus sat on the well. The church is sitting on the well. Where do you go to church? Fountain Gate Chapel. But you are sitting on the well. You are not drinking from the well. Where do you go to church? Church of Pentecost. But instead of the clothing tongues of fire sitting on your head at Pentecost, you are rather sitting on the clothing tongues of fire. Where do you go to church? Assemblies of God church. But you are sitting on the well. Where do you go to church? ICGC, Action Faith. But hey, you are sitting on the well instead of drinking from the well. It is like a bank worker, a cashier in the teller who is sitting on the money because she's giving people the money and she cannot take some home. You are tired. You are weary. So you are sitting 
on the well and sometimes they don't just sit on the well they are frustrated by the rivers of Babylon there we sat down and there we wept there are many that are sitting and they are weeping and the devil that makes sure that you are frustrated is persecuting you you are sitting by the rivers of Babylon he said there we wept when we remembered Zion and the people that carried us captive required of us a song and they that wasted us required of us a medicine sing unto us one of the songs of Zion but we said how shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land but I see somebody by the rivers of Babylon you will drink from the rivers of Babylon you will drink from the rivers of Babylon because the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just even if they put you in a lion's den you will eat from the mouth of the lion you will eat from the lion's den come on scream like your voice is yours look at you and you are like whoa I never saw that this is just the beginning I'm just starting. We are sitting. We are tired. We have arrived at the water. But we are sitting on the well. Today, may you not sit at a well, love revolution campaign, mountain top, final day sit at the well and get up and go home the same way you came I bring a prophecy to somebody you are not going home the same way you came verse 7 there came a woman of Samaria to draw water she said unto Jesus give me to drink verse 8 for his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. So Jesus told the woman, give me to drink. Verse 9. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou being a Jew, ask him drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Verse number 10. Then answered Jesus and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who is it that saith unto you, Give me to drink? Thou would have asked us of him, and he would have given thee the living water. Verse 11. And the woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence thou hast this living water? Stay here because this can preach for the next 30 minutes. Accessing the anointing. The woman is thinking like a human being. You are sitting here. You have nothing to draw the water with. The well is deep. And until you have something to draw the water from, you cannot get the water. Ladies and gentlemen, the prophetic in our generation is deep. The apostolic is deep. The teaching ministry is deep. The pastoral ministry is deep. The evangelistic ministry is deep. The power of the body of Christ is deep. But until you have what it takes to draw the water out, 
you cannot get the water out. So you see, the well was there. The well was there. God created the well. God created the water. A human being dug the well. The well and the water were there. But how do you draw? The woman was thinking like a human being. That Jesus did not have what it takes to draw the water. Because you see, if you ever lived in a village like I did, if there is water in a well, you need something called a vessel. Then you will have to get a rope and use the rope to tie the vessel. You dip the vessel into the well and then you draw out the water. Then you can have the water. And the woman is thinking like a human being. That look at this Jesus. The man has no vessel. The man has no rope. So how is he going to get to the water? That is at the base. But you see she's making a mistake. Because Isaiah answered her stupidity. That his ways are higher than our ways. And his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Tonight I came to show somebody supernaturally. There is healing in the house. There is deliverance in the house. There is victory in the house. And watch this, watch this. When the well is deep, by implication, if the well is deep, it means you don't get there easily. But number two, it also means that there is enough water for everybody. So in this house today, there is enough healing, there is enough deliverance, there is enough victory, there is enough power, there is enough glory. Ah, the question now is, do you have what it takes to draw the water? And I pray that God, by the spirit of revelation, because how to draw the water does not come to your natural mind. You don't know how to draw that water by logic. The woman was thinking logically. The woman was thinking reasonably. The woman was reasoning according to human logic that if this man has no rope and he has no vessel, he cannot draw the water. But he didn't know that his ways, are, our ways are not his ways and our thoughts are not his thoughts. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are his ways higher than our ways and his thoughts higher than our thoughts. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, this woman was thinking, how do you draw the water out of the well? She thought it has to be logical. She thought it had to be intelligent. But sometimes, you know what? Your way to healing tonight, how to draw the water of healing, the water of deliverance may not come logically. Maybe you will have to sound stupid and do something crazy. Maybe you have to run. Maybe you have to shout. Maybe you have to roll. Maybe you have to press. Maybe you have to do something. But by all means, you got to draw the water from the well in the name of Jesus. Come on, shout it! Somebody shout one day. 
because that one day is like to your today that one day is your tonight this is your one day this is your one day 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 Elisha the prophet the young prophets came to Elisha and they said, we are weary. We are tired of where we stay. Our homes are too straight for us. The places we live are too tight. We are fed up with our accommodation. We are fed up with our food. We are fed up with our water. We are fed up. Oh, how many of you are fed up with your car? Fed up with your body? Fed up with everything around you? Fed up with the size of your church? Fed up with the amount of joy? Ah! Fed up. I'm tired. They came to the mind of God. They said, we are tired. And the man of God said, let's go to the bush and let's cut down the forest and let's build a house. They started felling trees. And while they were felling the trees, somebody had a precious gift in his hand. And the precious gift was the axe head. He was felling the trees and then the axe head jumped into the water and sank into the water. The water was deep. The axe head, which is the gift, the anointing, the power, the wisdom with which you cut down the tree is now in the water. Just like your intelligence has sunk down, your confidence has sunk down, your spiritual gift has sunk down, the best men in Ghana, the best preachers who are the battle axe of our time, the Bible says you are my battle axe and you are my weapons of war. I see men of God who are anointed and they are our battle axe, they are the axe head but they are falling into water there are many of you here you are the axe head of your family you are the axe head of your business you are the breadwinner of your family you are the breadwinner of your nation but alas alas in the attempt to do our work occupational hazards have hit us and we are falling into the water. We are sick. We are discouraged. We are bound. We are weak. We are afraid. We have sunk under the water. And the water is deep. But we have nothing to draw the battle axe out of the water. But thank God... Elisha the prophet for surely the Lord our God will do nothing but he revealed the secret unto his servant the prophet thank God there was a prophet who could show them how to draw the battle axe how to draw the axe out of the water and Bible said when the axe head fell into the water now how do you draw this thing out you dive in 
I don't think the man of God was a swimmer. You call deep sea divers. This is not their assignment. You call hydraulic engineers. This is not the place for them. What do you do when your axe head has sunk? Oh, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I don't know about you, but in my family, I am like the axe. If I'm like the axe head, if I fell into water today, my family will cry. You cannot comfort them. If my anointing got lost, if my confidence got lost, if I got discouraged, if something happens to me today and I say no more. Today one of my daughters sent me a text. She said, Daddy, you are everything I have. When I'm getting discouraged, I have to think about you. She said, many times, I think about giving up. But when I think about you, I remain on my feet. There are many of you like that. You are the brain of your family. You are the legs of your family. You are the hands of your family. You are the axe head with which your family is gaining more territory, gaining more space, gaining more prosperity, gaining more of the favor of God. Am I talking about you at all? But then look at you. You are falling into the water. How do we draw you out? But the prophet cut a stick because God's ways are not our ways. Neither are his thoughts our thoughts. Now, if an axe head falls into water, the natural way to bring it out is not to cut a stick and put it on the water. But the man cut a stick and oh, that stick reminds me of the whole rugged cross which 2,000 years ago on the cross of Calvary the man called Emmanuel Jesus Christ the son of God was slain on the cross and when he was being slain before he went on the cross he said and I if I be lifted up will draw all men unto me